This podcast presents Night Walk, Volume 5, with me, the World Heavyweight Champion, Mr. Joe Walker. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. I'm out here strolling, staring up at the sky. The moon is so bright tonight, it looks like a searchlight. Can't escape from it. The eye is on you the entire time. Beautiful though. Just me and my co host, my four legged friend. Hey, friend, what you want to say to the people? Four legged friend said hi. You know what? I'm still really shocked about the passing of Chadwick Bozeman getting that news so unexpected. Man, my prayers go out to his family, his friends, all his fans, everybody who's sad and hurting. And you, Bombay, he held strong. When he was saying that in the movie, man, in, in Infinity War, he meant that. That came from a real place. You know, loss is a hard thing to deal with. Struggling with health issues is a hard thing to deal with. But man, did he do it with resolve, tenacity, strength, endurance. Think about all the movies he was filming, action sequences, the stress of the, the shoots. And he was going through colon cancer. Depressed tours. And I watched that interview he did. It was him in the cast. And he was talking about some kids who's, you know, they, you know, whose health was terminal, and they just wanted to see, they wanted to live long enough to see the movie, to see Black Panther. He broke down and cried. You know, that was touching the first time I saw it, but watching it again, knowing what he was going through. Man, that's hard. That was hard to watch. Tears real, man. Really felt for him. And sad to see him go. You know, I like to take this time. To have a moment of silence for Chadwick, Norm Spencer, Arthur McLeod, Jacqueline Harvey. That was an extended moment of silence because we had some people racing down the street, fast and furious. 
I'm fast and curious to see if the police gonna pull them over. <laughs> if that had been me, I know what would have happened. But it's a beautiful night. Just out strolling. Just me, my four-legged friend, and my thoughts. My thoughts in the Marvel Universe right now. As well as in the real in the real world. Passing a Chadwick. You know, once I got the news, I felt kind of guilty for a moment because immediately I thought, dang, what are they going to do with Black Panther 2? You know, I could have been thinking about so many other things considering his death than that. But as a fan of the series and the movies, the MCU... How could I not have thought about it, right? But seriously, I did feel guilty about having that thought, but seeing a lot of people saying that they shouldn't recast them. They should they should have Shiri as Black Panther now, like they did in the comics. I can I can feel that. But you know, T'Challa came back. They always come back. But I think they should recast him. I get honoring his memory and everything. Um, you know, if they're planning to introduce, you know, really introduce the multiverse and 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 delve into it a little more, or what secrets lies within the quantum realm, you know. They could recast Black Panther. They could pull in a Black Panther from an alternate world or alternate universe or something. With a different actor playing him. Different personality. Different looking suit. Something. I think it would be okay. I started thinking about some of the actors that could possibly play him. Seeing some bids for John Boyega. Eh, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. And he's been doing a lot in the press lately. And much of what he's saying toward Disney has not been positive. So I can't imagine that Disney you know, would want to cast him in, in such a high-profile role. You know, when he got some ill feelings about how he was treated playing Finn in Star Wars. But no, nah, I just can't see him as Black Panther anyway. And then um, somebody said, uh, my man from Tenet. Play him. I'm like, eh. <laughs> uh, maybe. But still, eh. not entirely sold on it. Who's out there that could take the role? 
and really do some good with it and really make it believable and own it and you know, nobody's gonna forget about Chadwick in the role that role is classic now it's iconic it's it was immediately iconic now had it stunk no I don't think the response would have been so great but he was he was great in the role he played so many important people in film James Brown Thurgood Marshall and the list goes on Jackie Robinson then to step into the studio of the first black superhero I mean what a resume but yeah he's gonna be hard be hard to replace no matter who they put in the role, if they do, there's going to be backlash. People are going to frown. You know, and the wound is still fresh. Losing him. So quite naturally, people are going to be like, no, don't give anyone else the role. It should be him and only him. I kind of look at it like James Bond. Look how many times the James Bond character has been recast. Hasn't hurt that movie franchise at all. It's gotten better. I remember watching the Roger Moore James Bond movies. I really enjoyed the Roger Moore's James Bond. His movies were fun. Then Timothy Dalton came along. A lot of people weren't really feeling that, but his movies was alright. His mind movies was cool. And Pierce Brosnan. I thought Pierce Brosnan was, Brosnan was dope as James Bond. But I mean, Daniel Craig was... You know, people griped about that. The fact that he had blonde hair and blue eyes. I mean, that dude was so ill as James Bond. I'm thinking about, you know, them eventually replacing him. It seems like it would be hard to have somebody else in that role try to follow Daniel Craig. But it's going to happen. We'll get used to it. And the person who follows him might be great, too. They might bring something new to the role that we never expected him and might like it even more. You know, in the new... A new bond for a new generation, man. That's how it's always been. They can do the same thing with this character. Man. It's unfortunate. So unfortunate. That Chadwick Boseman passed away. And the way he did and knowing what he was going through while filming all those movies. and What his family was probably going through and holding that. Holding that inside. Again, watching some of his interviews over. Some of the ones I, I remember watching. Uh, while he was, you know, doing press for Black Panther, and some of the questions they were asking him, you know, about the physicality involved, and when does he rest, things like that, and he kind of alluded to, you know, being sick. He was kind of saying stuff without saying it, and that's just crazy now because nobody caught that stuff before. But again. You know, what we know now, 
and watching that stuff and listening to him talk is like, uh, it's heartbreaking. Well, I think they should. I think they should recast. Black Panther became the highest-grossing superhero movie of all time before, you know, the last two Avenger movies. Domestically, you know, it dominated the box office until Infinity War came along. And I think everyone who supported that movie and made that movie the cultural phenomenon it was deserve a sequel, deserve a follow-up. I'm curious where they're going to go with, with the story. You know what? What Kugler had in the store, you know what they wrote, what this next script is comprised of. I want to see it. I'm sure a lot of you listening want to see it. Who do you think should th who do you think should they should replace him with? If you're one of the people who feel like it's okay to replace him, you know who would you like to see? play Black Panther. You know, let me know in the comments. Let me know on social media. You know, tell me on Twitter at Mr. Joe Walker. Let me know how you feeling and what you're thinking. Let's move on. Hear train coming. Train is so soothing. Like on nights when I'm having difficulty sleeping. Sometimes I lay there just waiting for a train to go by. You hear it. That sound, it just puts me at ease. It's weird. Like, if, like during the day, if somebody starts cutting the grass, the lawnmower, man, the sound of those mowers, it just, you know, I could just go to sleep right then. The sound of vacuum cleaner. Vacuum cleaner. Makes me at ease. Makes me want to go to sleep. Alarm clocks never work for me because an alarm clock will put me to sleep rather than wake me up. That, that beeping, the humming, whatever the sound is, the repetitious nature of it, it just settles me. And I can just listen to it and go to sleep. Not wake me up anybody else like that <laughs> you can let me know that too by hearing this train go by and I'm thinking about that movie um, Train to Busan I listened to movie critic Chris Stuckman's review of that movie man he really got me excited to see it and I feel like every time I I get a day when I can watch it, something else will come up. Slip a little bit. Something else will come up. And I don't watch it. And whatever else I'm doing once that's over with, you know, it's usually late. So I just lay it down. But I really want to see that. Sounds like a unique twist on a zombie movie. I'm amazed at how zombie movies have become kind of a genre all their own. 
remember when it was just, you know, Return of the Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead, they just kept remaking them. You know, it seems like every time you look up, there's a new zombie movie just like there's a new superhero movie. But I really want to see Train to Busan. It sounds unique, it sounds intriguing, it's suspenseful. And that's what I like in a movie. If you're gonna make a zombie movie, that's what it should be, man. This, they're always so uh, too similar, and I get it why they would be similar. But you would think that that any writer or director, somebody writing a zombie movie, somebody directing a zombie movie, how they build the sets, how they're gonna shoot it, where to shoot it. That they'll try their best to separate it from any other zombie movie that's come before it. And I'm sure some of them in their head probably thinking they're doing it. But nah, man, they'd be, they'd be way too similar. I want to see something unique. Give me a new twist. That's why World War Z was so dope. Man, that's one of the best zombie movies ever. That movie was fantastic. The action was good. The story was good. The acting was good. Brad Pitt. Dude is such a dope actor. The story was good. The acting was good. The action was good. It was suspenseful. Some of the scenes. Like when they were going to investigate, you know, where the spread came from. And he was getting off the plane. It was dark. And the dudes was stepping out from the print from the airplane ramp. And the zombies was running by snatching them. Jump! Man. <laughs> that give you that tingle. You like, oh snap. Just saw a deer walk by. Well, there's one, there's two, well, there's two, there's four. Or there's four, there's more. Hey, friend, keep your eye out. It's deer walking through here. You're supposed to be my protection. And my co-host. You want to say something now? What that translated to was... I ain't trying to mess with no deer out here. Here, you got tangled. Here, move. Move your leg. Move your leg over. There you go. All right. Let's, let's keep this straw going. We're going to turn around in a second. Yeah, World War Z is one of the best zombie movies ever made. And I'm feeling like this train to Busan may be on that level. As far as originality, the intensity, the suspensefulness of it all story it's got to have all the right elements last real good zombie movie I saw before that was probably 28 days later 28 days later was good it was very good I like that they made they made the zombies so intense Zombies are always so slow. Ooh. 
Ooh. Anything moving that slow, even if they in a pack, listen, you ain't about to catch me. If I'm running and you walking, nah, I'm gone. Peace. <laughs> Real talk. I'm running, you walking, nah, you're not going to catch me. My brains or whatever part of the body you eat would not be part of your meal plan for that day. You're not going to get me. But in 28 days later, I saw them zombies running. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Whoa. They're not walking. They're running. Snap. Okay. And fast. Yeah, now that's a threat. When you got somebody that's hauling, aggressively trying to catch you and eat you, now, now that's scary. <laughs> now you see in movies people running and they trip and fall, like trip and fall from Jason. Or, come on, man, this dude is walking, man. You run and fall that much and get caught, you should get caught. Somebody leisurely strolling after you. But you got a pack of mugs running after you? Growling and snarling. Yeah, that's scary. And I can see how <laughs> with with the sense of urgency and panic that you could possibly fall trying to get away. That makes sense. Yeah, that's terrifying. So yeah, I'm gonna check out this road to Busan, this train to Busan. Looking forward to it. Very much looking forward to it. Let's change the subject one more time. Disney just announced the release date of The Mandalorian Season 2. Now, I am excited about that. Also, very much so. As a matter of fact, talking about The Mandalorian and what could potentially happen on The Mandalorian Season 2 and all that, that's probably better for a whole nother podcast in itself, you know? That's just standalone. So let me switch up. I'm not going to talk about that no more. Let's go back to Chadwick. Black Panther. I'm hoping that as this year winds down, as tough as it's been, as this year winds down and we start headed towards award season. I hope that whoever is on the planning committees, thanks for all the various awards, that they're planning some really they're planning some good celebrations of his life. However they plan to honor him, I hope they do it well. Because they do have an incredible career. And I think his career was maybe a bit underappreciated until he got Black Panther and the Black Panther movie exploded the way it did. And his passing, you know, has really made people pay more attention to the roles he played and how significant they were. But man, that dude had a heck of a career. Like I said before, his resume is incredible. And he's such a good actor. But I'm hoping they really shine a light on just how just how good he was. His movie selection is, you know, whoever his agent was, man, you know, 
if his agent really had as big of a hand in his role selection as some people kind of think agents do his agent his manager whomever you know I'm hoping you know that he was vocal in his choices he he has some good ones he has some real good ones and again I'm hoping that whatever they do to honor him is worthy of the work he put in it's gotta be thank y'all for listening thank you for checking out the thisent.com podcast and make sure you visit thisent.com regularly for all things entertainment